the weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year because these are high quality pieces they're staying in my wardrobe the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they even show you on the website how much you're saving which is awesome quince partners directly with top factories cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us i recently got a really really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button up all, both in white linen which is awesome and i know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up and I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors and I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today we're talking about the obsession with following people and following things. And I want to note that a good prerequisite to this episode is our social media episode because a lot of this is, like, social media. But mm-hmm. this is different from that episode in terms of half of it is social media and following, pe- like, influencers and trends and things like that. But the other half is, like, people in your own life being, like, consumed mm. with other people or having the right boundaries or, yeah. like, healthy kind of relationships with people or things in your life. Yeah, I think it's a more specific topic than we've gotten into in the past. Like, it's very targeted thinking about the obsession with following people versus talking about relationships or talking about social media in general. But it's something that kind of blows my mind when I see it. I think it is, like, very overwhelming in the world, people's obsession with following other people. And I also think it's fairly new, not necessarily new to our lives because we're young, but in the grand scheme of the world, like, the access that we have to other people is just exponential compared to what it was 20, 50 years ago. I mean, people have always been, like, pop culture and famous people and celebrities, but the level of information Mm -hmm. that we have before social media and before, like, this era of social media, because, like, Instagram in the old days wasn't like this, you know what I mean? Like, when we first got Instagram, it was, like, sharing random pictures and you got 12 likes and there really was no mass following culture to the extent that there is today whereas now the second something happens everyone knows about it everyone knows Mm. every single detail of someone's life and that makes it so much deeper when you are to follow someone and be a fan of someone like being a fan of someone previously of course there are like exceptions but I feel like it was almost healthy whereas now it's gotten to a point where it can go so far out of hand that it's super unhealthy and, like, the obsession piece comes in. I think it can also, the way that people can pop up these days, like, how accessible virality is, makes it so that people can go from, like, zero to 100 overnight. Like, we're really, we're really pumping famous people out all the time, which I just wonder for their own mental health and, like, the 
psychology surrounding their own lives, how that affects people from going from, you know, living a typically normal life to the way that, you know, then people can become almost obsessed with you overnight. And I also think that if we're talking like 50 years ago or so, there were less people to be obsessed with or to be enamored with. And I think it was pretty across the board. People followed the same people, but it was a little bit more surface level. Like Mm -hmm. you loved the actors on your favorite shows. Everyone would get together and like watch Friends on Friday night. Everyone knew who Jennifer Aniston was or everybody knew who... Michael Jackson was or like certain people that everybody knew but maybe you didn't follow or have access to or at least think you have access to because I don't think we have as much access as we think we do to the ins and outs of these people's lives whereas now instead of having a hundred people to watch there's virtually a million people to watch and we can think that we know absolutely everything about Mm -hmm. them. I also think it's really casual to be obsessed with influencers true like i know so many people both in my life but low-key especially in like mom's era in mom's friend group it's interesting like the middle-aged women era that are obsessed Mm -hmm. with influencers and like obsessed with these people online and and people in real life. And I'm thinking of like a few specific friends of my mom's who my mom does not know much about pop culture Mm -hmm. she like I don't think she could get up to speed if she tried, but some of her friends are so in there. Like, there are a few times where we've been at things with people, and our my mom's friend has, like, texted her and been like, oh my god, they're with so-and-so. Like, they just broke up with their friend, and they were their boyfriend, and blah, 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 and all of these things. Like, all of this information on them. And my mom was like, I've never heard this name in my life. Like, how do you know all of this information on, like, these famous kids? At the end of the day, like, how yeah. are you keeping up with this pop culture? And similarly, those same people are, like, in and around real-life people, too. Like, they're they're always up to, up to speed on, like, the tea, and they always know everything that's going on on people that are so far removed from them. And I think that's just a culture to be yeah. obsessed with people. Yeah. I think, like everything else, there's a healthy balance of it, because I think that it can be entertaining to some extent to, like, read a Snapchat news article about this new scandal or what's going on, or to, to feel like you're in the loop a little bit, but it becomes a bit unhealthy when we're obsessively following people when we're absolutely idolizing people based on what we see about them online because mm-hmm. it can be true or false based on what they put out there and then it can also be true or false based on how the media skews them. I think sometimes we're obsessed with following people with what they put out like from an influencer standpoint but then when it turns to celebrity a lot of the time it's not even things that they're sharing quotes that they're saying it's literally just whatever the media is saying about them so it's like two steps removed from who they even actually are we know so much of that is not real and it's dramatized yet we follow so much of it like it makes me think about selena gomez hailey bieber justin bieber people are obsessed with following that and trying to decipher that and like look i don't I don't know all of the details of it, so maybe there's the more details. to it. The t- That's a good word, the details. <laughs> I was like, the tea, the I details. I don't think we should make it a thing. I don't know all the tea surrounding it, but I know that people love to pick sides, and no matter what side you're on, it's like you don't actually know that person. You don't know either side of the story, and it can be really negative to demonize somebody online that you don't even know based on some narrative that's being drawn up about them and then also take it a step further where people like publicly cancel and harass but to the extent we're like why are we so obsessed with somebody that we're trying to publicly defend them online and tear somebody else down based on like one news article and something that we actually know nothing about i honestly was thinking of this like obsession less of media Mm -hmm. and the like mega super celebrity type era but of just literally any influencers that you follow or people in your life that you are obsessed with so less of the narrative that is being pushed onto you and more of like your addiction to these people Mm -hmm. almost because we see obviously like online very curated lifestyles whether that be someone who is an influencer like we've talked about this before in the niche episode we've talked about before in the social media episode we all know people who follow the trending influencers or like the trending lifestyle i don't know 
exactly what the trending lifestyle is right now but people who like tailor their lifestyle to whatever is viral in that phase Mm -hmm. of life and like they aren't their own person I think that's my biggest issue with the obsession with following people is that when you are so obsessed and so embedded in someone else's life whether it be an influencer or just some character in your life you lose your own individuality you lose yourself yeah in that and that is why this is an issue and that's why like I'm using the word obsession in this because obviously we love social media like we've talked about that in the social media episode we've talked about that a lot we wouldn't be here if it weren't for social media like we would not be connected with you we wouldn't have this like community or be able to have the show if it weren't for social media Mm -hmm. there is a limit though yeah and I don't want you guys to be like listening to our show and like (laughs) I want you guys to be obsessed with it like I want you guys to love it but I don't want you to like make this your whole personality or make someone that you're following your entire personality to the point where you lose your own thoughts and you lose your own Mm -hmm. autonomy and you don't think of anything besides like oh what are they doing because I know that may sound so silly but I know it gets that bad for a lot of people and that goes for influencers and people in the media and also goes for people in your life because I know I've experienced this where there are people that are so close to you that it almost becomes like murky of where you end and they begin or like you kind of your brain gets rewired to like Mm -hmm. think through things it's like this often happens when it's not the best thing but it gets rewired to be like oh would they approve of this like would they thinking through things that you do with their perspective and then altering how you act based on how they perceive it and so that can be someone in real life someone that is actually your friend or you have a relationship with it can be someone in your life that you just admire and Mm. like look up to and are intrigued by or it could be someone online that you don't know that you're still like you still admire you're still intrigued by but when it gets when following someone and admiring someone and being interested in someone gets to the point where you change your own behavior to become outside of yourself like that's an issue yeah when one more point about following people on social media that I thought of when you were saying that becoming so obsessed with following somebody else on social media can really hinder your own individuality I think another big problem is that usually we're not just obsessed with one person if we are followers on social media to an extent where where you're not necessarily just getting inspired or admiring them anymore but it feels like it's a bit obsessive the way that you're following their life or trying to mimic them usually we're doing that with not just one person but multiple people and then it causes this huge conflict of being drawn and pulled in so many different directions at the same time that it can cause like a huge identity crisis for yourself because you may be following one person who right now is like living out their european summer you know, flowy dresses, girly vibes, and then you follow somebody else who you love, who is kind of a more, like, grungy city vibe, and you love that too, and then you follow somebody else who's, who's like, a beachy Florida, at the beach all the time, colorful, and, like, all of those individual people have such different vibes, and we are so drawn to each of them that it's really hard to decipher who you are amidst all of that, especially if you're following so closely these people's lives and you can't really decide which direction you want to go most so you're constantly Mm -hmm. kind of being pulled back and forth it just really hinders your own self-discovery of what your vibe is versus being able to admire each of those people and like certain elements of them but maybe understand that like you don't have to be a hundred percent somebody else to be able to admire them and take inspiration from them like it's a fine line and it's kind of hard to find it but I think sometimes we so easily get consumed with watching other people's lives that it can stop us from living our own a bit and then it takes it even a step further when we're consumed with multiple people's lives all at once and we just can't decide which direction we want to go that's honestly the core of the you don't need a niche episode Mm -hmm. and a lot some of what we talk to in social media wow you really should like go listen to those ones (laughs) if you have it before or after if you haven't yet listened um before or after you go listen to this one but between the you don't need a niche and social media episode a lot of people whether it's your personal instagram or like an influencer's instagram or company's instagram you curate those pictures 
and your feed to kind of fit a certain vibe. Even even if it's like someone's personal Instagram that is all over the place, it still kind of fits a certain vibe and you only post certain pictures that fit into that or feed into that and support that niche. Like I think about this all the time. I couldn't tell you, I don't think I even have a photo taken at night on my feed because it doesn't fit like my aesthetic, right? Do I exist at night? Absolutely. Like I just choose not to post those pictures because I would rather post ones during the day or like at sunset or Mm -hmm. outside. I don't have any pictures that are inside. I am, I'm inside a lot. I'm outside a lot too, but I only post pictures outside because that's like what fits my Instagram vibe. Mm -hmm. It's not even like my personal vibe because everyone has so many different, like everyone is multifaceted. So obviously your Instagram feed is going to fit one thing, but it's not the epitome of you. You have so much more to you. And so do all of these people that you're following and looking up to and feeding on for inspiration. Like they also have multiple different sides, even though they curate what they're showing Mm. you to fit one specific thing. So it's huge to keep that in mind. And I don't think that's wrong. I think that is so, like, that's just branding at the end of the day. Yeah. It just has to be understood. It just has to be understood. Like, it is so cool that people get to curate their vibe and present themselves online. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a personal Instagram or, like, someone's public Instagram, it's branding at the end of the day. And it's so fire that we're able to do this on so many different levels, but you need to understand while you're consuming this, while you're following people, that it is curated. No matter what, even if it's supposed to be, like, shit posting, it's curated. Uh-huh. And so when you're following people and you become obsessed with these people's niches and their lifestyles and that, like, I think through this, too, with my, like, day in the life videos, I don't film every single day. There, like, the other day, this is so extreme, but the other day, I was so exhausted, I slept the entire night. Like, not even kidding. I think I woke up for a cumulative four hours because I had meetings and I had work to do. Mm-hmm. That was that. Like, I literally slept the entire day. I also slept the entire night, too. Like, fat chunks of sleep. But I, like, literally didn't do anything with my day. Yeah. To the extreme, I did not do anything with my day. I'm not filming that. Girl's not making a TikTok I'm about that day. I'm not posting that. I'm not sharing that. And some days are, like, a little bit more mundane, but I, like, romanticize them with mm-hmm. these videos. And some days are so far where I literally am, like, one of them is I woke up to sunrise, like, wake surf, and then I went sunset surfing, like, in, in between was a ton of actives. There are days that look like that, but not every day looks like that. But the ones I'm posting make it look like every day looks like that. Yeah. So when you're consuming someone else's, like, lifestyle, you're obviously not seeing the negative parts. And not only are you not seeing the negative parts, you're not seeing every part. So there are positive parts that they're not showing. There are, like, actual... There's depth to people that doesn't get shown on on social media. And so when you're following these people, like, it low-key dulls your own self down, whether it be comparing yourself to them and feeling like you're not good enough or your life is inadequate. And it also, when you're following someone and obsessed with someone, you don't really see the depth of them and it may make you feel like you're more complex or there's too much going on in your life or like there's too much extra stuff going on in your life and you subconsciously kind of like numb yourself or like try and neutralize yourself to match that when like that's not how life works. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you, Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course, they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. That's interesting that you say it can make you feel like your life has too much going on or more complex because I also think that it can make you feel like you need so many things that you don't have. Yeah. Somebody could look... By, by that, I mean, like, complexity, not volume yeah, understood. of life. Because I, I think somebody could look at a video of yours and be like, oh my god, I wish I lived at the beach and then somebody and then somebody could look at a mommy blogger and be like omg i want that kitchen so badly i want a baby and then somebody could look at somebody who's an athlete and be like oh my god i wish i could run sprints like that and have to do that like you you can look at every single person and completely disregard everything that you have and everything that you're capable of for the one thing that they have that you Mm -hmm. don't like that's just the way our brains work i think it's interesting too that we also Like, I'm going to go back to the point of rewiring your brain to think through it as someone else. And that could be what you're posting on social media because you're seeing what others are posting because you know someone is following you and someone's watching. Or it could be, like, decisions you make in your real life because you want to think through it to gain someone else's approval, Mm -hmm. whether that approval be, like, real or something you've made up in your own mind. I think that's huge. And living offline helps that so much and helps kind of ease this idea of needing to like follow someone and Mm -hmm. again following people online or in real life both come back to this like changing your behavior to gain approval whether it be real approval or approval that's like in your head that you're fighting with yourself a lot of it is like living online because if you fall into this pit of like trying to take pictures or like dress certain ways that fit this aesthetic or do certain things like actives that you may not actually enjoy but you just feel like you have to do Mm -hmm. because you're trying to fit this other person's life or you're trying to act like this other person when you literally don't have to and I think going offline or taking a hiatus from being online is huge whether this impact is coming from online like social media or if it's coming from other people I think the just like chaos of social media and the internet in general Mm -hmm. feeds into the chaos of like and stress of having so many different people's opinions on you and in your head at all times to wrap up the social media side of this conversation I will say that there are huge pros to following people on social media when we can find the right balance to it. There can be people who you find things that you can identify with in them that you don't see in anybody else around you. And that can really help you with your own identity. You can find people who make you feel like part of a community, who 
feel like they have shared values or who you feel like they educate you about something that you're otherwise not exposed to. There are a lot of people that you can follow that can like legitimately feel like a friend. I know so many people talk about that feeling that they've had with somebody, especially if it's somebody that you've been following for a couple years and somehow their content helped you through a hard time or helped you learn something. And I know that that sense of comfort and support is what in Catherine and I want this podcast and our spaces to be. The more dangerous side of it comes when it becomes an obsession with following people that takes away from you living your own life because you guys know how big we are on living your life to the fullest and there are ways that following people on social media can support that for all of those reasons but not obsessing with people because then you're taking away from your own potential yeah the further you get into someone else's life the further you get away from your own So if you're finding that following someone and the obsession with someone else's life is taking away from your own life and your own autonomy, like, stop. Like, that's the point where you want to draw the line and be intentional and, like, be like, I gotta gotta unfollow, I gotta take a break from this person and, like, rewire my brain Mm -hmm. to do this. So I've talked during this episode about the influence of other people when you get to that kind of obsession and following other people that are in your real life. And I feel like this happens when you are in an unhealthy relationship, friendship, whatever it may be, and you're trying to, like, hold on or get that person's approval is when you start changing your behavior to mimic theirs or like get their approval and that is huge issue huge issue but I've been there so I get it one of my favorite things I have two like friend groups that are like top of mind with this episode and just in my current life I'm so grateful to have one this friend group and one this like specific friend that it's just so real like it has not this friend this one friend group I don't know if anyone knows or like most people don't know or for a long time didn't know that like I had this podcast or I existed online I most of these people like do not have their numbers or it's we've been friends for like the past year ish Mm. like last summer in the summer it's like a summer group most of them I maybe got their numbers like halfway through this summer and half of them do not follow on Instagram like don't know each other online we just like know each other in person Mm -hmm. most people like Loki don't know much about each other other than things that we all have in common and it's so like freeing and like just real and part of it is that it's a summer friend group so obviously you don't need to know all of these things about people and when we're it's very active based which is great um and it's active short for activity active short for activity (laughs) like the main thing in this friend group and our friendships is that we're just doing the same thing at the same time and we're having fun like surfing or doing something at the beach or like this group everyone like kind of works in and around this one like beach and surf shop Mm -hmm. and so some people like make the smoothies and some people like surf instructors and there are a few people that I have really good relationships with outside of summer we've been friends like throughout the year but a lot of these people are just like you, you show up if we're all the same thing we have a blast and if not like we'll see each other the next time and it's yeah. so great because no one is thinking about again part of it is the summer like no one's thinking about like oh you're wearing this this clothing and you like have you did this and you went to like this restaurant like no we literally all just you go to the beach and if you're there you're there and i'm like wearing a bathing suit or sweats most of the time or like these baggy ass jeans to the literal beach and no the other thing, sorry, this is a side note. Um, we so we were talking about some like someone's name came up, and then it was like a character in people's lives, and then I met them by accident the, for one time, and I was like, I looked like absolute dog shit. Like we'd just gone surfing, no makeup, like my hair was a mess. I had put on whatever clothes I had in the car, and I was like, oh my god, this is hate. Like where I'm about to meet like this other group of people, and I like look like shit, and someone's like, no one here looks good like everyone is in the same boat like we and I had the thought because before I left the house I was like oh should I bring like real clothes or like maybe makeup and I was like no I really don't care like I pull up every day no makeup like hair however it dried from the water like three days ago and the last time I washed it was like that's disgusting but and we're all like half sweaty and so gross with sunscreen (laughs) and we're all just like happy to be there and look like side note I think you look prettier when you're like comfortable in that But it's just so much fun because there are no standards and no one is thinking through their 
appearance or how they act through anything but like themselves and how they want to show up there in that moment yeah. and i think that is so fire and a huge part of it is that there are minimal external influences mm. whether that be like other people because the f there are no like s there's no like s it larger social network you know what i mean which is a huge thing like if you go to school or you're in a city where there is an extended friend group like larger social network a bunch of people are connected you're if you hang out with one person you have to think through it with like oh who is this going to affect like are they going to think weirdly that i'm hanging out with this person or are they going to get mad and oh we should invite them and like this is the core friend group of the big friend group like no there's none of that there are no external influences you're not thinking through it based on how other people are gonna be impacted you're not like changing your behavior again based on how other people are going to see that and i think that goes back to obsessions because when i've been in relationships where they've like gone sour and i need i've started thinking through them as in like oh i need to do this and hang out with this person and do this activity and like be this type of person for their approval like that is so shitty and again that takes away from yourself and that's not where we want to be at all yeah the biggest thing i feel like that i'm getting as like the thread through this summer friend group is that it's no drama People yeah. aren't having drama about other people. It just seems like a very show up as you are. Everyone's accepted. There's no hierarchy of people, mm -hmm. which I think comes like comes when we talk the about the obsession of other people in real life. When I have had toxic friend groups in the past, you know who the leader is. There is mm -hmm. always one person or a few people at the top of that group that everybody else is trying to impress and that everybody else right. would stab each other in the back to be that person's favorite person. Because Maybe you're on like a smaller scale that. even. But the thing about being obsessed with someone or following someone is that you are putting yourself below them. You will totally. forever be below them. Totally. And that is such a mindfuck. Like you, that's so negative. Like, even though it's like not intentional subconsciously yeah. it is so negative and almost inhibiting like it's gonna affect you no matter what whether you're following someone heavily on social media when you're like obsessed with someone that's just reinforcement that like you're not yeah at the end of the day and same thing with people in real life if you're trying to prove yourself to like a queen bee or someone who if a relationship has gone bad and you're trying to prove yourself to them by low-key turning into them or like seeking their approval being like you are a real puppy dog to yeah them. you are reinforcing that you are below them mm -hmm. that you look up to them in the most absurd way like in yeah like it's almost embarrassing yeah because i know that you have way more confidence than that and you should be way more secure in your relationship with yourself to put yourself in that position or at least be able to pull yourself out of that position and know when it turns from like a healthy getting inspiration from someone or admiring someone to like this is bad like this is too much this yeah. is an obsession an obsession to begin with is a power imbalance i would say i love so many of my friends i admire my friends but to think about being obsessed with a person i've only ever felt like obsessive when it is toxic when there's right. not a relationship there where somebody is giving me back what i deserve and so i'm obsessed with trying to get that validation with trying to build or rebuild that mm -hmm. relationship it is never ever the source of something healthy and it has never also Made led something to something healthy. healthy you've never started a good balanced relationship by being obsessed with somebody and then winning them over because you've just been like catered to catering them. yeah yeah like that's just For not sure. how it works and then our other friend does not have social media and i think that is one of like my favorite things about our friendship i think she has tiktok but no one like tiktok is not like social media in my mind you don't keep up with people yes on tiktok and then she has snapchat i don't use snapchat so i don't not like following and watching her story and she doesn't have instagram so she's not in tune with like oh where i'm at what i'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis and i love that because it's a an actual like real friendship because when we get together it's like genuine like catch ups i'm like oh how was that thing i knew you were going to like i knew you're going to see this person last week and like you're this was going on at work and this blah blah like genuine questions about what's going on and then like updates as needed and just like normal conversation 
So I have no idea really what's going on in their life until we're together. So when we are together, it's really balanced. I'm not like coming with predetermined ideas of like how they are and what they're doing and like who they are as a person every time it's like a balance and I guess that has that speaks a lot more to like the Mm -hmm. relationship itself but like it's a balanced and healthy thing and I think that's huge because a lot of the times we have too much information on people's lives and that's low-key like when things go sour is because even when you're not with them you like can see everything that they're doing yeah. and you know what they're up to and you know like where they've been and who they've been with and like all of this information on them that it just pushes you almost to start acting like them or when you see discrepancies between how they act with you and how they act with other people you're like do I need to change or that forces you to push away from them and that's why I value this relationship because I feel like there is no space for that like obsession or influence to creep in mm-hmm. which is huge because the entire point of this episode if you take nothing away is that when it gets to a point of like obsession when following someone or being or admiring someone gets to a point of obsession it takes away from your own autonomy and your own ability to be yourself and that's the issue the issue isn't getting inspiration from people the issue isn't admiring someone or valuing someone the issue is when that takes away from yourself or you find yourself changing mm-hmm. or thinking negatively about who you are because you are so involved in like following this other person so that conversation was mostly about friends and then I also think that there's another side of being obsessed with people in real life which is an obsession with people that you don't even know like people that you know in real life but you don't actually have any sort of relationship Mm -hmm. with and I think this happens a lot like when you're around a lot of people when you're in school when you're in college and you know there's friends of friends and there's people in groups and clubs and sororities and frats that you just like know of and are know around way more information than you should about like exactly. there's so many people that i know so much about you but we have or never once spoken yeah, you think i do true. but like i've never once spoken yeah. to you but i just know all of this information mm-hmm. and i know sometimes um I notice that when I go out with certain people, they'll just talk and talk and talk about all these other people that I'm like, you don't interact with them. We don't interact with them. And who are we to be talking about them? Or who are you to be like obsessed with following their lives and making judgment on their lives? Like that makes me really uncomfortable because it makes me think about who might be obsessing with or following my life in real life and making assumptions when they don't know anything about me. And I know, like, a touch of drama, a touch of tea, like, it can be fun and it gives you a topic of conversation to have with your friends. So, again, there's a balance of everything. I can't say that I never speak about people when I don't know the full story all the time. But I often see an obsession with other people, like people are either obsessed with hating somebody or obsessed with loving somebody Mm -hmm. and they just build up the character in their head regardless of who the person is like they'll idolize someone in real life based on pretty much nothing like they're they're jealous of them they want to be like them they admire them but to an obsessive level or then they'll also pick certain people and just be obsessed with judging how they act what they do their relationships anything like that and that is just kind of mind-boggling okay i thought it was time to do a double take we haven't done one in a while when you have big goals in a busy schedule like all girls with goals listeners do because that is exactly why we are here it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness even though it's a core value for all of us small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on this is why we have fleur marche Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Carolyn and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well- this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. 
Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. And I feel like this is a good one a good topic to do a double take on so which is our question and answer segment that we like to throw in there every once in a while to be able to answer the questions about whatever the episode topic is that you guys are actually curious about um this question box and Catherine opened up on our podcast instagram at girls with goals pod so if you're not already following make sure you're following there and keeping up with stories because that's where we open up these double take question boxes all right first question is How do I follow my own path when so many people have already done the same or similar things before me? Oh, first off, you're never going to be doing the exact same thing as someone. Even if maybe the end goal is the same, where you started is different, how you got there is going to be a little different, the influences along the way are going to be a little different. You're never going to follow the exact same path Mm -hmm. as someone else. So that there is your own path. Like you're always going to be on your own path, no matter if you're trying to get to the same place or not as someone else like it's going to be your own path because you're going to hit different roadblocks you're going to of course come with different things you're going to have different influences along the way like I said so regardless it's going to be your own path and you also are allowed to take the same path or want the same things as other people that is so okay everything in life has been done before yeah everything's been done before it's obviously going to be done a little bit differently but just because someone else has done it doesn't mean you can't follow the same path or want to follow a similar path i would also ask yourself why does somebody else having done that take away from your ability to experience it because just because somebody else has experienced it like you're living your own independent life it's been done before but not by you You haven't gotten to experience that, so why does somebody else having done that take it away from you? Maybe it's rooted in, like, I know if I was experiencing that, it would be rooted in, like, a fear of inadequacy. Like, oh, if I do this, it's less of an accomplishment because other people have done it before, too. It's not as, like, wowing as something that no one else has done before. But that is just a negative mindset to have because you're taking away the opportunity for yourself to experience something that you want to experience there's eight billion people in the world everyone someone's done it someone's Someone's done done it it. (laughs) question number two how to find your own vibe and stop always trying to be like someone else this may be not a fun answer but like take time away from people take time to be just with yourself because when you don't have the influence of other people you have to figure it out for yourself Mm. and that's not don't that doesn't mean like burn every bridge and stop hanging out with people and stop being around people it means like maybe spend an extra night of the weekend by yourself maybe like carve out more time during the day to do something just on your own and use that time to actually put energy towards that doesn't mean like just take an extra hour to like watch a movie and do nothing that means like going to the gym is huge for like developing your own relationship going for a walk going to a cafe by yourself going to do something that you've been wanting to do by yourself is gonna help you stop consulting the influence of other people in order to build your own self-identity because when you don't have those influences you can't lean on them I would say to also be okay with your own identity 
ebbing and flowing and evolving over time like as it should so take the pressure off of yourself to define exactly who you are exactly what your values are exactly what your style is right now as if that's going to be concrete forever because it's not you're also allowed to change and evolve so take a little bit of the pressure away because if I look back at like something I did or something I was wearing two years ago I'd probably be icked out at it now (laughs) And, like, that's okay because it was serving me in the moment. It was making me happy in the moment. Another thing that I just thought of that could be a really interesting practice to try is if you're always asking your friends in a group, like, when you're going out, like, what are you guys wearing? Sending pictures of your outfit. Like, what do you guys think of this? Maybe just try a couple times not doing that and just not taking anybody else's opinion and choosing exactly what you want and just deciding within yourself that, like, No matter how what you're wearing fits with the rest of the group or what anyone else thinks, you're going to be chill with it that night because you made the decision for yourself. I think a huge part of this for me is, you know, when people are like, oh, where do you want to go to dinner? What do you want to do this? Or like if someone is like, oh, can I switch the timing to this? I would happily do that. Like, I don't I don't care at the end of the day that doesn't really have a negative impact on me. If I if someone else chooses the restaurant or chooses like the vibe of the night or chooses the activity to an extent obviously but then I see people who are so just like do what they want and speak like truly have opinions on those things I'm like that's super interesting Mm. to me I'm not saying that's like better or worse I'm just like that's so interesting and sometimes I've tried to like take the initiative and be like let's do this do I really care if we get sushi or like pasta that not those really. were the two options in my head too i was just gonna no, say like those are the most like basic <laughs> um ones do i do i really care at the end of the day no but it would be it's been interesting to try and intentionally be like do you want to get sushi tonight rather than like do you want to get dinner yeah or when you somebody what says mean? what are you feeling be like oh i'm down for anything make a decision even if you don't even care. if you don't that care. could just help you develop your own identity yeah. of being like well I'm kind of feeling Italian tonight. Let's go. To even the if you end. don't care. Even if you don't care. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting. Like, make, be more decisive. Even if being indecisive isn't a negative thing for you, be more decisive just because. Like, I'm flexible, but I'd go for some pasta. How do I improve on not comparing myself to people on social media, especially friends? Friends is huge because you can't really, like, unfollow. You can mute you can, people, but, but, like, if they're your, if they're actually your friends, like, you would kind of want to be seeing what they're up to. So my first thought in response to this is, like, make your Instagram good for you. Where that means, like, taking good pictures of yourself or having good, like, filler photos. Make your Instagram something that you actually enjoy. Your feed. Make it selfish. I've even now, like, think of my feed kind of selfishly because I want to enjoy what I'm posting. So if you're making your Instagram or your social media something that you are proud of and something that is, like, interesting to you and something that you actually enjoy, that's going to, one, take the weight off of other people's Instagrams and social medias, and it's also going to, like, bring more respect and admiration to yourself if you're kind of focusing on yourself. And eventually you'll get to a point where you're like, I don't care about social media, but I think it is interesting to, like, how you social do care media about social media you. and you're happy with that. I think that was an interesting take for the first thing to be, well, f- curate your own Instagram. But I mean, that is a very valid point. What if, are you going to do? If that, follow everyone? Yeah, if that like, is in, in your culture to put more focus on, like, being interested in what you're putting out there rather than being interested or rather than being more interested in consuming other people's, as well as if something's bothering you it's leading to a lot of comparison try to have a little bit of willpower to not look quite as frequently still following exes on social media that was the whole question and my thing is mute them because i don't want to see i'm not this is with like people who you're like not friends with anymore people if you've like actually broken up with them mute them because sometimes i think it's so aggressive like unfollowing someone is so aggressive and then it shouldn't be, it shouldn't but it be, is. But it low-key yeah. is. Like, I'm not one to go on follow someone Yeah. at the end of the day. Like, someone like that. But I also, like, don't want... It. You should not be seeing someone else's if you've broken up with them. Like, you shouldn't be seeing or involved in their life at the end of the day. For your own peace, your, I think it's probably yeah. better not to. Because it's so easy to get obsessive. 
especially when you had that sort of relationship with that person and you've been so attached to then go from that to zero contact at all, inevitably you're going to be obsessive and trying to decode every single thing that goes out there that you can like see of that person that's just natural so I think better for yourself not to but if you don't leave on like bad terms and unfollowing seems aggressive muting is always an option and the final question is obsession always unhealthy and I think my answer to that is yes because obsession is beyond the words we've been saying is beyond inspiration, is beyond admiration, is beyond respecting someone or something. Obsession is like, it almost is consuming and takes away from either yourself in this context or other things. And Mm -hmm. so I also think so. And I would add to that and make the point that you said earlier that obsession always puts you a level below. I think if you're so obsessed with getting something or having something or doing something I think you're going to be able to feel a lot more calm and present and enjoying your own life while also striving towards what you want when you can look at something as something you're inspired by as something you admire as a goal versus something you're absolutely obsessed with So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like this is one of my favorites in a while. We always have ones that are favorites. I think the episode was good. Like, Living Differently Than Others was one that just, like, it hits different. I liked our recent episode on signs to know that you've grown, too. That one. That was nice. Some of them just hit different, and I feel like this one hit different. So, thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back next Thursday with another mini habit series episode. What's it going to be, number six? Number six. We're cruising. Number six. Mm-hmm. And then again next Monday with a like full real episode. But thank you always, always for listening. Merch. We, I've actually sent out more merch orders than typical in the last like week, which is so fire. That's awesome. Hey, it's fall. Everyone needs a new hoodie. Everyone the needs a new hoodie. pop off in the summer too. Cause impress like yourself. So impress yourself. Merch hoodie. We also have merch beanies if you want to gear up for fall. But um, you can get a bundle. That link is in the description below, as well as our personal socials, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, and the Girls the Goals pod Instagram and TikTok. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you being here, and we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.